I feel like you can just eat more Reese's Pieces than peanut butter cups. That makes them better. I mean, obviously, in number, yes. Yeah. But like, I can eat more but rice <laughs> than peanut butter cups. chicken, and that doesn't make rice better than chicken. That's a horrible... You can eat more rices. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Whatever Town. I'm today's host of this specialist of episodes because it's episode 007, a.k.a. 007. And to introduce us to today's episode, John Duick has some facts about Mr. James Bond himself. Over to you, John. Uh, <laughs> this is a surprise <laughs> to the to yeah. the listener, and probably the whole episode. I guess is Everyone, a surprise. Everyone, real surprised right now. Um, Doctor No cost a million dollars to make. See, I, I knew know. you had a fact up your sleeve. What? Not the, um, that's not like a, you knew that. Yeah. Yeah, John's a guy with same facts. budget for the new, Jeez. uh, new Drake music video. What? Doctor No. God's plan. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Both a million dollars. Wow, which was better? Hmm. Ooh. I mean, Doctor No will probably go down as more like <laughs> pivotal point in cinema, right? But the God's Plan music video is very good. It so. is very good. Agreed. Haven't it's a toss it. up. Haven't seen the music video or Mr. or Doctor No, Mister No. Uh, both. Ooh, how much James Bond have you seen? Ooh, V Little. Just probably the newer stuff. I don't think I've even seen. I've seen probably more of the older stuff than the newer stuff. Nothing with Daniel Craig. Nothing? Only uh, the good stuff then. There's some really good ones. uh, Who's the guy? Pierce? Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Mm. He's a guy. Yeah. He's the one that's on the GoldenEye 007 video game cartridge Mm, for N64. He's on there. That was a great game. That was a great game. One of the best. Yeah. I had that for one of the Game Boys. They made that for Game Boy? GoldenEye, yeah. Wow. But I couldn't ever get past the first level. I literally didn't understand <laughs> how to get past it, and I never, <laughs> ever got past it one time. I wow. just died over and over and over and how stopped playing it. How old were you then? Young. Like maybe, oh, little. Little, 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 little. Seven? Grade seven? Oh, grade seven. Oh. <laughs> get out of town. I was little then, too. Yeah, seven years so. old. Six or seven, maybe? I was wow. just a little guy. Yeah. That's amazing. So anyways, thanks to John for... Always having facts about everything on earth prepared in your mind. That's true. You can usually say something about anyway, anything. I, I can really? catch you off guard. Yes. Oh. Okay, Try Tim, think of something random. I have nothing. Nothing random in your head? Uh, I mean, I'm watching the intro video to the Game Boy GoldenEye, and it looks great. I, used to, I grew up watching those movies. Really? Yeah, when I was a little kid. Like with your parents? Turn? No, at family gatherings. For whatever reason, on my dad's side, every hmm. family gathering, they would watch a different one. Really? I went through so many at so many different family gatherings. Kind of always sitting there being like, hmm, should I be involved in this? Am <laughs> right. I too young for this? What's happening? And I don't know. And then I could just see my dad looking over at me like, hmm, <laughs> should I allow you to be this? involved in this? <laughs> <laughs> should I be telling you to go somewhere else? Uh, <laughs> Maybe he did once that's in a while. Classic. I don't yeah. So I remember nice. being told to leave the room when a movie's playing and mm-hmm. something's happening. And I was like, why? Whenever a movie's playing. Whenever. <laughs> no, at like family gatherings. We'd always end up watching. We, yeah, that's true, actually. We would often end up watching a movie or something with mm. the, like the other kids. Maybe mm. not with the, like with my parents or anything. Yeah. But everybody was older, older than me, so. That's what happened. They watched what they wanted. I remember I sn- watching, my parents were watching Titanic one time. Mm. And I like snuck into the room and was watching from on the couch for a while. Really? And I felt bad and then I went back to my bed. Really? Did they like, ever know? Uh, I think I told them probably immediately. They do now. Oh, like as you were walking well, away, it's like, like, hey, guys, <laughs> I was actually behind the couch here. They're like, what? <laughs> Why did you see? <laughs> well, they're on a ship. That's all I saw. But there's some other stuff that I shouldn't have seen. And I didn't. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh. Don't worry, parents. The part where they're no longer on a ship. Yeah. Right. And for sure, there's only room for one of them on that floating board. I've seen so many diagrams of how both of them could have fit on that <laughs> thing. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. so many I hadn't points. seen that movie in probably since the first time I saw it years ago. But that's a pretty big board. It's like a door. It's isn't a whole it door. A, isn't isn't it? a full door. <laughs> Anyways. Interesting. Enough about Titanic. <laughs> this episode is not really about James Bond, but since it was here, we, 
It's here. It's here. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, on another note, it's Olympic time. Oh, yeah. I've been V into the Olympics. Have you really? I always am. Big into it. Always. Every year. So what's your sports? Oh, man. Bobsleigh is so fun. I learned Mm. that it's actually in every country except for the United States referred to as bobsleigh, not bobsled. Hmm. America is the only country that calls it bobsled. Really? Yeah, interesting. Also, did you know there's two-person luge? Yeah. That's bonkers. Because think about how quick you're going down. Now Wait, you're luge is where you're lying feet on your first? Back. Yep, yeah, feet first. Now and the skeleton is head, head first. first. Yeah. They're doing a person sit lying on yeah. top of another person. Yeah, I noticed that. That, that was, is <laughs> wacky. I saw it the other day. I just, while I was working, I had on the TV, and... I, I saw this this guy going down like on the luge, and I was like, okay, that's normal. And then I just see another helmet behind him. I'm like, what the heck? And then they get up, and the guy's he's just laying on him. Yeah, <laughs> like, is there anything yeah. else he's no, sitting? He's no. on. It's literally lying on top of him. I just am waiting for him to just f- like catch air under him and fly off of the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? That's so, I have no idea why. It's so crazy. And then just I, to go faster, I guess. It's just a little more weight. Yeah, is that what it is? But I also saw they do a luge relay. Right when you get to the bottom, you smack this thing hanging at the finish line, mm-hmm. and then the guy at the top starts. Oh. And four people go. We once, Canada won silver in it last Wait, night, actually. This is an Olympic thing as yep, well? Yeah, it's an Olympic thing. We won wow. silver in it Should last night. Should just be like passing a baton. Yeah. From one <laughs> <to> <laughs> so as soon as you hit that thing, as yeah. you're going past the finish line, then the next person start. starts. And the, four, the third and fourth rider are, is a double. So it's one person, huh. one person, double. Oh. How do they come up with that? I have no idea. Wow. It was really fun to watch. That's crazy. Bobsleigh is also very fun to watch. Uh, other sports, snowboarding's great. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is really fun? I can't get it. Doubles into, curling? That was cool. Yeah. I actually Wait, enjoyed that. What does that mean? And that's Mixed a big doubles deal curling? For, oh, it's just yeah. two people? Curling's mm-hmm. so boring to me normally. But this this made it more Kinda exciting. Still, I don't know. Maybe yeah, a little. Yeah, it's twice the twice as fast. Yeah, twice as fast. Like another the throws are twice as fast, but the game right. is way <laughs> faster. Twice much more power on these throws. <laughs> there's like weird rules. Like uh, there's it starts off with two rocks in play already before like anybody already throws in the yeah. other end. And then once per game, each team can call a power play where two more are positioned on the side. What yeah. do they get to choose yeah. a position? Or no, they just like always, toss them out it's there. It's just kind of like on the wings. Like it's always in the same oh, spot. Oh, I see. But you Isn't can just funny? call a power play. Is this a new thing? First, yeah. First Olympics. Really? Yeah. yeah. So and we won gold in it. Yeah. Wow. This year. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> we just gotta like find those new ones where people <laughs> haven't progressed that much and it's quickly like, get really. They're good the at ones them. that came up with the idea. So they've been practicing <laughs> it for years, yeah. and they're like suddenly just now. It's like, hey, we need to add something. Yeah. I just had this idea. <laughs> you look into the rules in Canada was who thought of both of those weird rule yeah. changes. We're going to add this thing called the power play. We have it in Only hockey. Canada would have had a power play. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What other Olympic sports am I very into? All the ones that Canada wins. <laughs> I always oh, yeah. watch highlights of that. Because unfortunately this year you can only really watch highlights unless you stay up late. It's all overnight. Right. Because of the time change, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, speed skating is really fun too as a side Oh yeah, I love watching oh, speed skating. Oh yeah, it's fun to watch that's events be where so crazy. They go at the same time. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, because they are cooking. Oh, they're going. And their fast. legs are as big as my entire torso. Yeah. It's bonkers. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That makes me think of velodrome in Summer Olympics. What is that? Where they're biking and they're like super, super, um, like sloped. What's that? What's the word? Track. No, but what's the word to say when it's super sloped? It's like steep. Yeah, probably steep. That it's word. It's like a concave. Yeah, and they're like, it's in a circle. It's in a circle. Yeah. Okay, so they're... Yeah, and they're just cooking around there on bikes. It's very steep angle. How do you start on there? Is there like a starting... uh, You gain speed in the middle first. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you you go go up up into it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who came up with that? Because if you're too slow, you just slide down. Yeah. Does that happen? No, they're not cooking. an Olympics. They're flying. They're good. Yeah. But, what if, but to us, it would. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would never make it. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> I don't know. But that's fun too. But anyways, that's, that's not winter. That's summer. Any other winter? Do you guys watch the Olympics? Yeah. Um, I haven't hockey. at all. Nothing live. Oh, I've just hockey. seen highlights of hockey. That's it. Yeah, hockey's great. Yeah, your family would be fun to watch. S- like things that require high. <laughs> Maybe not require, but your family's just really excited about stuff usually. Yeah, that feel I'm like sure. That's fair. Very competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very into things. Yeah. We um went to an escape room last night. Oh yeah. With my whole family. We did the spaceship at Real Escape. Okay. 
I was actually terrified. Really? Legitimately like, terrified. Yeah. Um, I won't give away too much because I want people to experience it. Oh, right. But you're given different roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little thing around your neck that tells you what role you are. And at certain times, different people get called into different rooms by themselves. Whoa. So you got to go into this pitch black room by yourself. It's literally pitch black. When mm-hmm. you close the door behind you, yeah. um, it locks. What? It locks. You can't what? get out. Oh, no. I was just standing there with the, holding the door partially open. And I'm like, no. And then I was like, you're going to get us all killed. Close the door and do the task. I'm like, I can't. Wait, did you do a task in there? Yeah. In the pitch black. No way. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, don't do it. Um, but, oh, man, it was actually... And the whole time you're like, there's one dude who's running this whole thing, and this isn't real, yeah. but, oh, it feels so real, and I can't see anything. What if it touches me? What <laughs> <laughs> if? We're about to talk about uh, Black Panther for a little bit now, but don't worry. It's a spoiler-free review time, so your ears are safe. Don't skip it. Listen to it. Take it in. Hear what we think. Or don't. If you don't want anything to be told to you, skip it. Also, in that case, moral of the story, (laughs) skip it if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. No spoilers. Continue. We all went and saw the Black Panther this past weekend, yep. and we've been working hard not to share our opinions with each other so that we can keep it v genuine yep. on the air. It's been difficult. So here's well, you decide if overall, it's genuine or not. It was just difficult when we watched it afterwards. Right. Yeah. We're just sitting anything. there being like, hmm. Well. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that was a movie. That was a movie. Let's wait until we record. Yep. So, John, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Plaque Panther is probably... Say plaque? <laughs> Was it intentional? <laughs> plaque Panther. Plaque Panther. Uh, Black Panther is probably one of the movies I've been looking forward to the most in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, why? I'm not totally sure why. It's the first... So I'm not really a superhero guy. Like I n- I've never really gotten into superheroes um, and like read the comics or anything as a kid. But Black Panther is the first uh, superhero character from a comic book I have read because I've been going through the um, 2016, uh, the ta Coates run of Black Panther, yeah. uh, Nation Under Our Feet. So, yeah, for me, it was the first time actually seeing like a character after reading it from the comics. Yep. Um, so cool. that was interesting. And just like the cast was... Nice. It, Beforehand, it already like looked like it'd be an incredible cast. Mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler had built a pretty good reputation for himself already. True. So I was excited. Pretty yeah. sick. Kendrick uh, came out with exactly soundtrack album beforehand. That's what I was gonna say. So wait, an album? Yeah, for the movie. Yeah. So uh, the director had shown uh, Kendrick a few clips from the movie, mm-hmm. and had asked him to create a few songs for it because there's a few oh. songs like in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's two songs in the movie and then the end credits are all Kendrick songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Kendrick liked what he saw so much. He m- curated a whole album. So him and top dog from his record label yeah. produced a whole album Wow, with like a bunch of other artists kind of featured here and there. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Cause I listened to that album before the movie came out yeah. and it was, oh, it wow. added so much to the movie. I was yeah. like, Oh sick. This sounds so and, nice. And go back to that album. Now that you've seen the movie. Uh huh. Adds new layers. Layers. Really? Like um, tiramisu. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Doesn't someone talk about that having layers? Uh, Or onions Uh, from Shrek. Yeah, I was going to say that, but just... (laughs) A layered cake. Yeah, tiramisu. What's that song? Downtown. There's layers to this game. Something. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Any other thoughts? uh, Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that was the the build-up for me. And so I was trying not to expect too much from it. Mm-hmm. Like I just trying to set low expectations, but yeah, it was like better than I had, I could have expected. Mm. Yeah. It, it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was the best superhero movie and went, I think well into just a, a really good movie. Yeah. Like superhero aside, because 
when I've seen other superhero movies, I'm always kind of trying to like get in the space of like, okay, I got to think like, yep. superhero movie. But I think that's the that's my main I think issue about the movie is that when you realize that this is in the Marvel universe and you and like you see you'll eventually or you have seen him in a movie with all the other Marvel characters. Which one yeah, was it? Yeah. Uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah, you, I guess you see him in that. I didn't watch that yet. I didn't. Either. But like the movie was really really great. And it's mm. the same feeling I had with Guardians of the Galaxy, where I just want this to be a standalone mm. storyline. Don't yeah. need it to be mixed in with Thor and Captain America or whatever. Yeah. And that was the same feeling with this. movie was super good, and I was just kind of wish that it was just... Not they continued th- this storyline, <laughs> Yeah, but just this alone. Yeah, Like, I really like the scale of it. Like, superhero mm-hmm. movies tend to be, like, too oh, big for me. Yeah. The whole world like, is being blown up like every the, single time. The, like... The collabo movies like Avengers, Avengers. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like they just—it's so big, right? Yeah, it's huge. And this one had a really good scale to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I don't like superhero movies. They're, I can hardly bring myself to watch Avengers. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't like them at all. Hmm. So I would agree. The fact that this was like didn't make you feel like you're watching a superhero movie, which was to me similar to Thor, like Ragnarok, the last Thor movie. Yep. I love that movie too. That felt like it was in its own category as well. Hmm. But that's kind of of what I'm thinking. Like maybe they're getting better at doing that. Maybe. Because I I had been avoiding superhero movies just in general. Mm -hmm. I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was the most recent one. Yeah. Aside from this. But I didn't, I hadn't seen any, no Captain America movies or, or I saw the first Thor movie and that's it. Mm. But I can't remember any other ones that I've seen. But maybe now they're getting better at creating more like movies that don't necessarily make it feel like they're in like in this whole universe because they're making movies in the, like where they have everybody together. Hmm. So maybe they're trying to make more unique experiences within each per like each character right. story. Yeah. So just cool. Yeah. That's nice. But I don't know. Hopefully they continue to do that from here on. True. I really like the movie as well. It took, got a lot of hype, like a ton of hype. Yeah. Partially from the soundtrack and, from a lot of different reasons, including who directed it and everything, and the cast, lots of different things. Yep. Um, but regardless of that, I thought it was still really great. Like, I went into it expecting a lot, but I wasn't disappointed in any way. It surprised me in a lot of ways. The storyline was great. It was yep. very interesting. It was like halfway through, and I remember thinking, "Hmm, this is interesting. I wonder what way this is going to go." Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, the like costumes. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Oh, yeah. oh yeah. everything the in the sets movie, were amazing. Like, like visually, oh, yeah. visually, everything in unbelievable. That movie was great, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, so that was super cool. Everything looked so good, um, and then music was great and great storyline. I thought yeah. it was really cool. It was just, I just really enjoyed it as a movie. Yeah, that's yeah, just everything was just really good. One thing I couldn't stand was Martin Freeman with an American <laughs> with accent. <laughs> oh jeez, I think I turned to John to it, and I said he lost all of his charm. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just nothing. He's nothing now. Oh, it's so weird. It, that took a bit catches me off charm all the way. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> catches you off charm. I, <laughs> I was trying to. I was listening to what John was saying. Uh, catches me off guard. Totally. Charm. That's like parm, but a little catches different. me off charm. Tangy parm. Yeah. But John, word on the street is that you think Winnipeg is good. Oh wait, maybe that wasn't. You who it's said not me that. that. Well, actually, sure I do. It was the wizard uh, himself. Yeah. So, uh, it's a few weeks old now. We we missed the last week because I was sick. Um, but there is a fantastic article from the Players Tribune, uh, which is for those who don't know, it's like a sports essay website essentially. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be written from the players' perspective. Now, everybody knows that it's not really the players that are writing it, but they present it as though the players Wait, are the ones what? writing it. Yeah. The players are you <laughs> Well, the players get interviewed for it. They made it seem like Patrick Lane yeah, yeah, okay. wrote this. Yeah, okay. So, he, like, when it was published, he hadn't even read it. Are you serious? Oh, he didn't? My oh, word. are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I, d- I should set this up <laughs> nicely before we yeah, you burst tear it down. Yeah, you bubble. Um so yeah it's a website where essentially the players are like writing their thing mm-hmm. obviously like a an actual writer has kind of guided them through the process yeah um but this is the 
the one where it was the most believable that the player themselves had written it. And this was <laughs> so believable. Patrick Line uh, from the Winnipeg Jets and his article, Winnipeg is good. <laughs> so this kind of came as a response. Um, there's a few players from the Sharks. San Jose Sharks that hmm. on a video had said that like Winnipeg was boring and um, it was cold and the Wi-Fi was bad. So kind of in a response, there's this Patrick Line article called Winnipeg is good. <laughs> and... I could pretty much quote the whole thing. <laughs> um, let's see if I can find some uh, particularly good ones. Uh, here's how it starts. Other than destroying Nick Ehlers in Call of Duty, I think the best thing to happen to me last year was falling in love with Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the top two. That's awesome. And then there's other good lines such as, Winnipeg is bad? No, Winnipeg is good. <laughs> and my Wi-Fi? It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> but That's Wi-Fi so is so important It might be the most important thing People sometimes ask me about my favorite city to visit on the road I tell them the same thing every time Whichever one has the fastest internet at the hotel <laughs> Like Los Angeles, for example <laughs> Oh, that's so good So it's kind of rambling It starts with him uh, talking about how good Winnipeg is And then it switches to him talking about how he loves to play Call of Duty all the time And <laughs> the friends on other teams that he plays with and then how he wishes he could play Call of Duty with his favorite player (laughs) and then how he lives with his mom. So yes, I live with my mom, but like, be honest, you would live with your mom too if you could. Why would you want to cook your own food? And she still drives me home from games just like she did in Finland. (laughs) That's great. And then, yeah, so it kind of... And then it goes to just talk about, like, the best players on his team with things like best shooter, me, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it it was just a a great article uh, on how much he loves Winnipeg and Call of Duty, I guess. And it was, like, the most believable players trivia article. It was totally believable. I thought it was. I I had no idea that... We both thought it was real until this moment. Is it... are we better it is off pretty, doing like, it's not real? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go back to when we didn't know. <laughs> it's his words because right. he got interviewed for the article. Yeah. He just doesn't oh, like. Okay. He didn't put there, it together in the end. He didn't like. He so didn't like type the words his are his. Okay. I, I was mean, wondering how much of this was like they're just assuming. Uh, yeah. So they like interview him for it. And then I guess they use those quotes and then kind of. But they just write it up from his perspective. Right. Instead of like making it like a typical interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great article. I'll put a link in the show notes. So, this seems like the time when we start talking about either an iOS game or other games or other any kind of games, mainly because I decided it was that time of the show. Hmm. Hmm. Any shows come to mind, gentlemen? Any shows? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> any games? <laughs> <laughs> Alto's Odyssey. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, that came out. We all played so nice. uh, Alto's Adventure. Yes, we did. Which is probably John. You you I think have said this that it's I your favorite game mm-hmm. on Agreed. like a mo- favorite mo- mobile game. Yeah, I'd say it's the most because it combines like being a really good game with also mm-hmm. like it's super replayable and yeah. it looks so good. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like like control wise mm-hmm. and like people are always trying to make games that feel like a console game, mm. but it always feels clunky and like not responsive because there's not mm. actual buttons you're pressing, so it's hard to be precise lots of the time. Whereas this game, you're just tapping the screen yeah. like the whole time. Yeah. And that's great. Like you're, you can be precise in that, but it's not like you're trying to like flip between different buttons and like move right. directions and stuff. So I'm so trying to be something it's not. Exactly. Hmm. Super good. Yeah. So just for people who don't know, what can you explain what, how... <laughs> What's Alto's adventure? What's Alto's adventure? Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I should have just let John say. <laughs> What's Alto's adventure? Tim? It's a simple platformer. <laughs> it's uh, it's like an endless runner, like one of those games where mm. you just let your character run, except for you're snowboarding in this case. Mm. And I, I think the the first, like you, you get a set of I think three different goals, and then you just like. Uh, like you can just finish one goal a run if you want to, or you can finish all three, and then you just keep getting new goals, and that, that gets you uh, points or money. I don't remember if it's points or money, but you get you buy stuff, you buy you characters. You can unlock new characters. You unlock new characters, yeah. Um, 
I think the first couple goals, or I'm pretty sure it continues on, but you, the goal is to catch uh, llamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they escaped and they're running down the, the mountain and you have to go, you just have to like kind of run into them or run past them and then you get them. Yep. Um, but then it becomes more of like, see how many backflips you can do ramping off of stuff or how long you can grind on a, on a not a rail, but they're like buildings that you can kind of grind on. Yep. Um, and then there's like these... I don't know exactly what they are, but they're these officials or whatever that, that the elders, you, the elders, right. Yeah. So they're chasing you. And they, they chase you and you have to get away from them. See how so, far you can go. Yeah. It's like, thing, like if you've ever up. played like jetpack joyride or mm. some of those classic games where you just kind of, your character goes and then if you run into something or you do, you make a wrong move or something, your character falls and that's your run. Yeah. And you try to get the highest score. Yeah. And the sequel, Alta's Odyssey is coming out. Yeah. Uh, it should be out. By the time this episode is released, really? Yeah. Oh, and on February twenty second, so <gasps> go to the app store and get it. Uh, but yeah, it looks really cool. The art is probably even better than the first one. Yep. Um, there's new scenery, like you well, can go in water, and it's set in the desert this time, right? Oh, I think that's what it is. Interesting, because uh, the first one was uh, you're snowboarding in down the Alps. mountains or something. But like I think that. this one is in in the desert. Bounceable balloons, walls you can ride, water features, etc. Wow. Oh, I wonder if water... Do you go underwater or do you yeah. like kind of hide your trailer. plane over top of it? It's in the trailer going underwater. Yeah. Yep. Wow. True. True, 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 true. watching Fergie perform the national anthem at the all-star game basketball NBA all-star game it's received a little bit of criticism but it's very funny to watch the players and audience reaction like Chance the rapper's there and he's like kind of laughing and Jimmy Kimmel's kind of giggling a little bit it's just an interesting um rendition of this song Tim said he loved it though Tim did say that he loved it what What did you love about it I loved that. Everybody loved it so much that they were all smiling (laughs) (laughs) and or laughing. I think that's what that was. (laughs) Smiling out of love. Talking about business and my business. Everything about my business. Talking about business. Everything business. Talking about my business. The biz. Business. Talking about biz. Talking about There's my contribution to the song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, so I wanted to incorporate into this podcast either talking about business somehow or coffee or both because I own a coffee shop for those of you who are not aware of that and it's something that I'm extremely passionate about and something that I think other people might find interesting. So I'm going to attempt to fill this segment that John has called Ryan's business corner, which makes me feel like I'm wearing one of those suits that's too big and really long and <laughs> colored poorly and doesn't fit me at all. And I'm like standing in front of a bank and that's the picture. You got a briefcase. Yeah. And like <laughs> you, it's one of those shows you flip through when you're a kid on CBC. It's like after your cartoons are yeah, over and it's like exactly. noon and then exactly. all the crap like, starts Oh my playing. word, this is going to be worse than, than anything else. I'm going to go eat my vegetables now because this is going to be Some worse than that. advice hosted by the guy who also does the weather. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so here's to it not being like that. Um, so today I'm going to talk about my story, how I started first being 1027 and then moving into white cap and what that is today. Um, not to by any means say that I have everything figured out with business because that would be the silliest thing on the earth or that I did everything right because that would also be the silliest mm-hmm. thing on the earth. I did most of the things I could do wrong, wow. wrong. Um, but yeah, so about three and a half years ago now, it's when I started 1027. Um, so basic, sorry, that was a coffee shop as well. Yes, that was a coffee shop as well. So how that worked was, um, my parents 
1027 is actually a location in Winkler where they sold gelati and sandwiches and baking. There's a few different things that kind of came through that area. But yeah, it's a tiny little old building. Yeah. Like original wooden floors that like feel like you might fall through when you walk They're in. They creak creepy. like crazy. It's awesome. It's got a really good feel to it. So <laughs> my parents actually moved into that space and opened up a pottery studio in there. So you like, it's like a paint your own pottery thing, which is really cool. They've been doing that for a while now. Um, and more my mom, I guess, than my dad, but he helped get it rolling. And so they had a little bit of like a counter at the front and I was like, Oh, I don't have a job right now. I want to start a business. I'm going to start serving coffee. And I was like, cool. Cause I had worked at the coffee shop that was in town, which was Johnny's at the time Mm -hmm. I'd worked there. So I had a bit of a background or a little bit of knowledge of coffee. And I was like, Oh, that's something I love. I love being with people. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I knew I had always kind of wanted to start a business and I have a lot of vision, I feel like, a lot of things in my mind that I like to turn into reality. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start something. And so I was like, hey, let's do that. So I started just by doing pour overs and started saving up for an espresso machine because I couldn't afford one at the beginning. Because they're much money. They're expensive, even for smaller ones. Yeah. And so a relative of mine came over one time and I was talking to him about it and kind of shared my vision for it. And he's like, here is a check for you to go buy an espresso machine, just a oh, small wow. one. So you can go buy one and then you can pay me back as you get money. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it, it began mm-hmm. with just a little bit of cash that someone gave me, went and bought an espresso machine and it kind of just built from there. I worked with John, um, a bunch from the beginning, John Rodesaya collective, and they kind of built out some branding for it. And we kind of created this little thing called 1027. So I was there, we were closed Monday, Sunday, Monday, but Tuesday to Saturday, I was there every day. Um, we usually opened up around noon. I tried pushing that earlier throughout the time we were there and I was there till 10 every day. Yeah. So, well, closer to 11 by the time it was all done. Um, so there was a really long period of time where I was there for 12 hours for those five days, which was felt like lots because then on the weekends I was driving into Winnipeg to visit my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife mm-hmm. which proved to be worth it obviously because yeah. we're married but anyways <laughs> so the beginning was like a struggle of wow we have very few customers mm-hmm. but this is really fun and I get to like have these ideas in my mind and actually like make them into a reality right and like have these little projects that I work on with John and Josiah and we kind of build out some little like new different drinks and seasonal drinks and things that oh, we, yeah, those we would great. push. And you know, like I love doing that. Mm-hmm. I just love being there all day and brainstorming different ideas. Um, but it was a, one of the hardest things for me was I have so many ideas and so much vision and I'm like, yes, this is going to make money. This is going to be awesome. Yep. And I put a bunch of time and energy into stuff, realized the money wasn't there, realized we couldn't actually do it and get really bummed out and be like, uh, so it took me like a solid, like two years, probably maybe three. Mm-hmm probably two and a half years to like really understand the concept of like doing the most that you can with what you have in your hands and hmm. using what you have and leveraging that to kind of propel you onto the things that like are your bigger dreams. So you can actually start to afford those and turn those into a reality. If yeah. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that was a really hard process for someone who's a visionary. Cause usually people like that, like myself really struggle with the like, work ethic back end of that. It's just like ideas, 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 no follow through. So that was the kind of a thing that I struggled with. Um, But yeah, so we were there for a year and it was like pretty slow for most of it. Um, Like to pay myself, I just took out a small like business loan and that's how I just paid myself for the first while. Mm -hmm. I think just so that I could take home some income over that first year. Um, But at the end of that, there were some different things that went on at Johnny's and they ended up kind of all going their separate ways. And I was given the opportunity by co-op who gave me a call and said, Hey, would you like to come in and start a business mm-hmm. in this space using all the equipment that we have here? And I was like, Oh my word, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I talked with my dad, my parents both about it for a long time, talked with Sarah about it, spent a lot of time thinking and praying and just kind of deciding what the best decision would be. Um, and so my dad ended up stepping out of youth ministry, which he'd been in for 13, 12, 13 years, something long like time. that. A really long time. Um, cause he kind of was like ready for a bit of a seasonal change. And so together we stepped into what is called white cap, 
which is still running today. Um, and we started that. And that was a huge jump. That went from just being me to now it was my dad and myself. And we had a really big space. It was like three or four times the size of where we were initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had eight or nine staff under us from day one. Oh, did you take some staff from everyone that Johnny's was Java? everyone that was there um, from when co-op kind of took over? Yeah, came right under oh, wow. under us. Yeah, I didn't know that. so from not knowing how to run anything, kind of just having eight employees under you, it was like a very I guess Big we were a little bit, yeah we were quite shell shocked for mm-hmm. the first while. Um, and looking back, I understand how much work my dad did to kind of push that process along because I just was so naive. I didn't understand how much work was required. Mm-hmm. Um, all I understood was that I was just tired all the time because of you kind of have to just work all the time. Yeah. Not that that's a new thing. You look at people like, like you know, Elon Musk comes to mind, <laughs> which I don't think is a healthy example by any stretch <laughs> right. of the imagination, but he definitely works a lot yep. and he mm-hmm. accomplishes a lot. Um, but yeah, so the first year was just like, very difficult just had to f- just had to fight for for a really long time and yeah like nothing comes easy in small business especially in the small community mm-hmm. um and especially when, with what we're doing we're, we're really trying to push the idea that coffee doesn't have to be this First off, it doesn't have to be this gross, bitter thing that you need a bunch of additives to make it taste good. Right. It can actually taste good on its own, which yep. to a lot of people is like a very new concept. Mm-hmm. Like most people, when they think of coffee and growing up, I had the same view, was that coffee was this thing that was really dark and gross and pretty bitter and gross. And yep. like parents, my parents drank it because they wanted to stay awake yep. and you get used to it, but mm-hmm. it's gross. You know, as a kid, you're like, oh, and it's just like, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that coffee was. And so we're really trying to push people away from that and say, hey, coffee can be awesome. Right. But it also isn't as cheap as what we've gotten used to paying. Right. Um, Because that means that someone in a different country is getting screwed really, really hard and working really hard and not making any money. So working with roasters who like ensure that these people are making enough money is something that was really, that we were really passionate about from the beginning. And that was something that Johnny's really introduced our community to. Mm -hmm. So I was very fortunate to be able to build off of what they started um, and the passion that those guys had. But yeah, so that was the first year was like, oh my goodness, this is so much work. And I didn't even have any idea because my dad was doing so much of it. So that was awesome that he was helping um, my dad and I kind of talked at the beginning and said, hey, um, we'll sign a two-year lease in this location with this game plan that will do more, but it gives us an opportunity to get our feet wet and not lock ourselves in too long-term right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a year, he was going to leave. That was kind of the plan from the beginning and kind of go back into ministry in some sort of way because we, I knew that, we all knew that that was his calling. Mm-hmm. He just wanted a bit of a break from that. So after a year, he got a pastoral job at a different church, hop back into that. Um, we really got rolling again. And that's when everything then became my responsibility again. It was, became a sole proprietorship again. It all fell back on my shoulders. Not that he didn't help, but I knew I had to kind of just figure stuff out. And so throughout that whole process, I was dealing with a lot of health stuff that I won't really get into on the podcast, but that was like an added <laughs> burden and stress to that whole process of like, I wasn't really healthy for most of it. So it was extremely, extremely trying. And I, for, I don't know if this is going to be valuable information for people who are wanting to start a business or if it's just going to be interesting to people who are curious about that. But that's something that's obviously important to understand that it's very hard. And had a lot of people in the past couple of years often mentioned to me, how much money I must be making, Mm. which is, it's just an interesting misconception of small business. It's like, yes, I choose my hours. Yes. I am the head of this business that might look like we're busy all the time, but it's very rare for a business to really make any money from the first three years. And that means that I'm still paying my employees. Right. So Mm -hmm. that they don't take the hit from that. That's something that I do. So that's just an interesting misconception Mm -hmm. in around small business. So yeah, coming into that next full year, which we just finished in this past August, so we're about a year and a half, not quite a year and a half of it being my own, was like a huge kick in the teeth and just like, oh, frick. There was so much stuff that my dad did that I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. So 
the like money side of it and like the understanding the financial side of it, which sounds stupid because you should understand that if you're starting a business. But I just didn't. I had no idea. I didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the visionary side. So I love leading people. Um, but just the financial side was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. So the only way you learn is by understanding how sucky it is when you don't know that stuff. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, it's time to make some changes. So I've put a lot of energy into learning that and surrounding myself with people who understood that and mm-hmm. they can help teach me that. And that's been hugely beneficial. Um, but this past year has been really, really cool because the people that have started to filter their way in to White Cap have been amazing people. And not that they weren't before, but like customer wise or employee wise? Uh, well, customers have always been awesome, but yeah. I'm, and employees have them too. But I'm speaking specifically about the employees that we have now. Sure, they've just brought it to a new level mm-hmm. and stepped in in ways to help me that I didn't understand that other people would have that kind of passion mm-hmm. for something that wasn't like their specifically their own thing. Right, because usually when you think of somebody being an employee, it's just like they're there to work and right. they're they're not going to stay later or totally. earlier than they need to. Right, but, for sure. Yeah. So then having people come in who are willing to just like, hey, I know this needs to get done. I'm going to come in and not get paid and just do this. That mm-hmm. blew my mind. Yeah. And so if I could offer any advice to other people, it would be somehow find people who are willing to, to sacrifice themselves for your cause, knowing mm-hmm. that they're going to hop on board with you and hopefully you'll take them towards really cool things, mm-hmm. which is a big burden as a leader um, to have these people who are sacrificing so much and knowing that I'm the one who's going to be responsible for taking them where they want to go mm-hmm. and pushing the business to new places. But it's also like very humbling to be like, wow, these people are giving up a lot of themselves for my vision. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's been really awesome. And we've spent a lot of time in the past six, seven, eight months building a solid foundation for who white cap is and what we want and what we're about and moving forward. And so it feels like we haven't really done anything for the past six months, but we've really done all the fundamental stuff for what I believe is necessary to take a business to the next level in every aspect. So now I think it's going to start showing on the outside what we've kind of worked on in the past six months. Hmm. Um, But yeah, so we get to present day and I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I love, like it's morphed so much. My passion has changed so much from just running a business to like, I love working with my staff and I Mm -hmm. love leading them and Mm -hmm. becoming a better leader is something that I, kind of put every bit of my energy into now in a work sense is just how to lead people better, how to put them into opportunities where they can grow and thrive. And then watching them do that is so cool. And so I just want to continue to become a better leader um, and lead my staff better. And I love how that impacts my business and how it can create it to grow. And so putting people into their specific roles and having good structures of leadership within Whitecap is like, thrilling to me when yeah. I hear a business and like get to hear how their structure is built mm-hmm. in a business that's done that well I'm just like oh, so stoked right. it's so cool so that's something that I've really gotten really excited about but I should say too something that's really important to me is this business and everything about it is much bigger than I am and I can't take really any credit for for what we've accomplished at White Cap um, that's something that the people that have surrounded me especially my wife um you don't build a business on your own by any means. Hmm. Um, the people that surround you in the business, but also in your personal life. Yep. Um, cause it's, it's so hard and it takes so much from you and gives you so little in return that you need people who are willing to support you and stand behind your vision and say, hmm. Hey, like we're going to support you through this. And that'd be definitely family, friends and, and my wife as well. So, but also God and how he's changed who I am and helped me to become a dissonant person disciplined person who can actually accomplish things. That's where all the credit really goes. But yeah, so I just wanted to give background um, of my business story. It's been three and a half years now that I've been doing that, which is kind of crazy and kind of awesome. But hopefully that interests you in some way. Um, If there's things you'd like to hear about in terms of business or coffee or running a business or leading people or anything like that, that's all stuff that I'm very passionate about and still very new in. But always wanting to learn more about that. So I'm going to try and add more to this segment in upcoming episodes with stuff that's interesting about business or leadership or anything like in that world or coffee as well. So hopefully that is stuff that can interest you guys. Talking about business, and my business, everything about my business. Uh, we're talking about business, 
everything business. Talking about my business. The biz. All right. Would you rather? Uh, this is one that we've kind of been talking about for the last few days. Uh, so let's put it on tape. Wait, Would, we've been talking about this? Yeah. Who has been? Yeah, we've been, uh, we kind of made this one up with a uh, friend of the pod, Evan. Uh, you remember this. Were we in the theater yeah. when we talked about this? Yeah. Well, right. when we talked to you about it. We, we talked you talked about it beforehand? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. At Whitecap, though. There's so oh, many yeah. variables cool in this one. So <laughs> I, I don't remember where we ended up. It took us a long time to kind of... Do you remember, Tim? Come on. I remember. Yeah, I know. It took us a long time to kind of build the rules, but I think we got them eventually, right? <laughs> We've got some so. sort of rules. I don't, I don't remember where it left, where, where we ended. Nope. So, All right. So John. I think it was, would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a constant stream of liquid from your finger and you can uh, control what liquid it is or you can control the flow of the liquid? Like but you can turn it off but or on. Yeah, you yeah. can turn it off or on a different uh, pressure. But every time you turn it off and then on, it's just a random liquid of all possible liquids and in the world. It's clear. Or like it's one color. You don't you don't know what it is by until different you sip colors it. until you... Uh, is that not what we? I don't know. On? That was. I don't remember. We had like fifty options. Yeah, we had so many. We had a couple of it. Okay, say that any color, any color. It's the, the real color, color of the thing. Yeah. Okay. So you could see, but like some liquids right. look the same. Yeah. And right. Yeah. I think I know. You think you know? Yeah. I think I know. What would you do? The thought of having liquid shooting out of my fingers <laughs> at all times <laughs> seems impossible. Just get a bag. Think about sleeping. <laughs> think about how much, like, depending on the rate that it's shooting out at. Yeah. Plus, then you have the qu- question: mm, Do I get to pick different fingers to have different flavors, but then also no, have just s- one finger? Just one. There's one finger. It's okay. Just the same finger the index whole time. Finger. So also, I guess you can choose the one finger. of your index fingers. Can you change it, or is it the same? Uh, it's always maybe, the same maybe you one. Choose yeah, yeah. it at the start. Yeah, but yeah. see, and that's also sucky <laughs> because say I want some Dr Pepper. Yeah. Hmm, I'm not always gonna want Dr Pepper. Some days I'm gonna want Powerade. Maybe I don't know why you'd want you that. Vitamin up. water, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things So I'm like okay Even if I'm not going to know what it is I'm just going to play the on and off game Until I get the flavor I want <laughs> yeah. So on, nope, this is vodka Off, on, oh, this is water Gasoline. Sure, I'm fine with that, I'll drink that Oh yeah, we said gas Like I don't know, Stuff that you wouldn't like, drink could be in there like Oh yeah, no, it's not necessarily poison. Oh, poison? Drinkable things <laughs> Poison's an option it, It's It'll any kill you. possible liquid in the world yeah. Oh my word, still choosing it <sighs> Rough Cookies, my dude. Choosing it. Yeah, mm. I'd go with control what it is. Oh, I would for sure go with control what it is. Um, <laughs> so maybe, maybe we overpowered it now. I think it might be a little overpowered, but just we need to you know it. the 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 option for me that is like the the deciding factor is the fact that you can turn it off. Yeah. And if you don't want it anymore, you just don't turn. You're it a normal on guy. Nobody you're knows you're attached guy. to a liquid yeah. creating so machine. So that's basically what I think I'd do. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just because. It's kind of weird, and <laughs> well, you can do it when people aren't around. <laughs> True. But, well said. But when you're when it's a constant stream, you have to have a way to contain that. Otherwise, you're just dripping all over the place. We don't even know what kind of stream it is. Is it like school water fountain where it's like just a few globs at a time where you have to like catch it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's water hose. Oh, water right. hose <laughs> velocity. So you have oh, to use your other yeah. finger to bring your thumb over it and it sprays. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this was like maybe not the hardest, like between the two options, but it was just thinking about both options. Is maybe so you can't pleasant. turn it off and maybe it just is like a dribble yeah. to between dribble and uh, water hose, like garden hose. <laughs> garden hose. Yeah. Fire so hose. you can't turn it off. You can't turn it off. No. But it's you can slow it down to a dribble. Yeah. Better. I, I would. I would still do that, but it's still just one thing. But also so, this, mm-hmm. it randomly changes liquids. You don't control when it changes. Oh, so it could be for years. Is yeah. one thing, and then suddenly, you're fooled. Yeah, it's some other clear liquid. If you had water, yeah, it's, it could be something else that you're totally thrown off with. Vodka. Yikes! I Ooh. said that already, but yeah. that's because it's the same color as water. So okay, Sprite. here's. I'm gonna expand on this a little bit. If you chose that one, where you where you can choose, well, I guess if it slows down to a dribble or full speed, mm-hmm. what li- kind of liquid do you choose? But it changes. But what do you start with? If you have the ability to start? Yeah, and it like, well, let's say water. it like 
but yeah, just to not be totally blown away by the concept water, because it's like <laughs> it's the least st- striking of all liquids, and it's like okay, this is gonna start coming over my finger. Yeah, this is gonna have to start out very mellow, mm-hmm. not mellow yellow, just mellow. Oh yeah. Why? Okay, what if it's not a drink? Uh, go on. That was not part no. of options. <laughs> but I'm. You can choose it. something, but it's not portable. Not what to about? start with. You can't drink it. What word did you say? Potable. Potable. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, I heard it on Celebrity Jeopardy, but the <laughs> SNL version. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds like, like you should be able to carry it from place to place. I'd say gasoline. <laughs> Sounds portable. Fill up your car. Oh, my word. All right. Put that on fire hose. Is that an option? <laughs> oh, you said water hose. <laughs> <laughs> Put gasoline on a fire hose. <laughs> no, just on fire hose. It's like stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You fill up your car so quick. Yep. <laughs> People could pay you. You would you be start rich. a gas station. Gas station. You, you don't have any suppliers. You're nope. just your own. <laughs> like literally, you. You don't even have a tank. Yeah. Somehow you're creating it. It's just you. you crude standing oil. on a parking lot. Yeah. With some tent. <laughs> Shooting it up into the air because you have an unlimited <laughs> amount. Just people know. Yes. <laughs> Fire hose like a stream. Trying to fill it into barrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, uh, we have a. (laughs) (laughs) So we brought in, uh, I guess, our first guest uh, (gasps) just to answer this one question. She was in Um, episode one. She endorsed this podcast. Okay, I'm I'm ready. All right, so here's a would you rather that we've come up with. (laughs) Would you rather have a liquid (laughs) constantly streaming from your finger? Like blood? Or no. Or um, what, whatever. Oh. 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 No, okay, you're off, you're, off you're off the pod. You're off the pod. Just edit that out. What's the question? <laughs> so you either have a constant stream of liquid coming from your finger, but you can choose what the liquid is, or you can control the flow to be like a dribble to garden hose pressure. But you can't. But you don't know what the liquid is, and it'll change it on you. Randomly. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so it's either I can I can choose the liquid that's flowing out of my finger, mm-hmm. or <laughs> I can choose the pressure of yep. the liquid. But that's then it's random. In. Yeah, oh, okay. but then you changes. have no control. So you over can the stop it where it's like barely dribbling. So it's like it's hard. People hardly know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Implications would be overnight. Yeah. It wouldn't fill up. A swimming pool, it would just like fill up one little bottle or something, a glass. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Who thought of this question? It's kind of all of us. Group yeah. effort. Yeah. It was us and Evan. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. I'm just going to repeat it back to myself. So I can choose to shoot out a liquid out of my finger yep. at whatever pressure I want, yep. but it might be like... Blood one day. Oh, nobody suggested mm-hmm. that. Orange yet. juice the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suggest drinkable liquids, not gross Tears ones. the next day. Tears. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Salty. Or I don't know what it is, but I can choose the pressure. Yeah. 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 yeah so either you can choose the liquid or you can choose the pressure. <laughs> I would say that neither of the options are good. So you guys have created a good. That's okay. Good. A good. Would you rather question? That's kind of the whole point. I think for sure. Okay, I think from strictly a business standpoint, for sure would choose the type of liquid mm-hmm. coming out of my finger. Mm-hmm. For example, what? Then it's on all the time, full power. Yes. But there's things for that. Like I gasoline, could like, we talked about I that. I could like have like an <laughs> elastic bag off my hip that it's like, okay, I want to go on a hike. I just fill it up on my hip for a couple hours or something like that. But I'm like, oh, I want water on my hike. Cool, I can fill up everyone's water bottles. Sweet. Next time I'm going to sleep, I have this tub by my bed. I fill it up in the morning. What's in there? I don't know. A whole tub of orange juice. I can have all my neighbors over. Hey, everyone's over for orange juice. (laughs) Then during the day, I go to work and I'm like, oh, I'll just fill up 500 bottles with kombucha and we'll sell them um, and make a bunch of money. Then later, oh, I want to fill up a couple gallons of jugs of milk for the kids for cookies or something. But you can never turn it off ever. In no circumstances can you ever turn it off. It's running <laughs> always. Wait, you can't turn it off anyway. Ever. Yeah, but you can drip it sometimes. Yeah. Okay, I have a better question. What were your answers? Like, did anyone choose no, the same one? No, nobody chose one? the same one as you. Did we? Yeah, but we, we also changed, changed the, the question after yeah, we, we changed answered it a little bit. After. We tweaked it. We, we all chose that you could decide whether to have it down to a dribble or not. 
So you'd rather have like dribbling control over the pressure sewer water than, yeah. coming out of your finger rather than yeah. like because you can then like if you don't want it, you can just kind of stop it at least. Yeah, a but what bit. if you like go to bed and you're just like dribbling corrosive liquid mm. and you and wake you're up with a hole in the floor? Plus, either either you're like a cool superhero with this awesome power, mm-hmm. or you're sort of a social outcast. You put you try to hide and put your hands <laughs> in your pockets, and your your pockets are just getting wet. And everyone's like, "What's going on right now?" You just got some kind of lining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do make some good points, so okay. Well, it's good to have this. Thank you for having me on the segment. Thanks for being on the segment. All right, we have a few versus suggestions here from friend of the pod, Evan. Uh, the first one is Reese's Pieces versus Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That one's very easy for me. Same. Same. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's all the same. It's Peanut Butter Cups for, for sure. sure. Oh, pieces. Uh, no way. <laughs> oh, we had to have no half, half of the experience is biting into that nice, soft, yeah. chocolatey. Or putting them in the freezer. The Peanut Butter Cups? Yeah. Oh, geez, I've never even done that. It's is so that what you was that your pick? Yeah, peanut butter cups? for okay. sure. Reese's wow. pieces are like the fake baby brother. But like, I don't know if there's such a thing so as snackable. <laughs> Forget that. Forget that analogy. Reese's peanut butter cups are so snackable. I just the peanut butter cups seem to get sweet too early into eating them. Mm, that's fair. Um, Guess what? Milk. <laughs> well, okay. Any that's kind. probably why they only come with three <laughs> okay. though. Yeah, or t- two. There's some that come with three or two. Mainly three, but. It's but a I good eat, amount. I wouldn't even need three at a time. Oh, three for sure. See, if you have okay, milk, there's, there's benefits for sure. To both because peanut butter or Reese's Pieces, you you eat them like uh, M&M's or mm. something. Yeah. You can, and I love that no you mess. said M&M's instead I know, of Smarties. I had to debate that <laughs> in my mind because you guys don't eat Smarties. No, okay, nobody you does. You just put a bunch in your hand, pop them in your mouth. Mm. But Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, you got to un- unwrap the little cupcake holder thing. <laughs> And then you're touching it, and depending on what it's like outside, it's already melted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you got to do the half un- unwrap. Oh, so you're holding that. it half wrapper. You unfold the half till it's on the bottom. And you wow. bite it and pull it out of the rest of the wrapper. Oh, do you do you one bite? Is it like a one bite thing for yeah, you? Yeah, I like take it and it. then put it into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you take that bite and then unwrap a little more. Oh, pull it out of the Never wrapper. Thought of that. I, a lot of I don't like touching the chocolate. Oh yeah, no, it melts it's so right away. Melty. Anyways, so it's unanimous. Peanut butter cups. <laughs> no, 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 no. JK. I think I still think Reese's Pieces were good, though. Like they're Okay. I had this childhood experience where I went to DQ, mm-hmm. and I ordered what I thought was Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but I got Reese's Pieces in a blizzard. Oh. And I was, like, devastated. Yikes. Because I'm like, now I have these M&Ms with p- peanut butter M&Ms. Instead of these full freaking pieces of peanut butter cups That's with actually, my ice cream. It was devastating. I believe that. So, yeah. That's my view. It's pretty All right. I've well, been scarred since I was a child holding it. Because the second question is the same question, but in ice cream, Reese's Pieces or peanut butter cups. Oh, wow. Oh. Same. I think same. I yeah, really now I'm on peanut butter already. cup side. Really? Man, it's oh, better with geez. ice cream. Yep. Finding a peanut butter cup piece in your ice cream? It's so Like, good. what's better even than that? Uh... Can't even think of one. Nope. <laughs> but like mm. it's because it's okay. Cookies. I guess I have Cookies had cold. Really I've, I've had cold uh, peanut butter cups because of ice cream. Right. It's so good. It's delicious. Yikes! All right, that one's unanimous. Okay, Great yeah. questions. All right. Uh, here's another suggestion from Evan. Uh, this one particularly goes to Ryan. Uh, French vanilla versus English toffee. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> okay. Neither, you idiot. <laughs> nope, that's not an option. Oh, Evan, I don't want to choose one of these right. options. What's I know what I'm difference? doing. Ryan, you're at the Tim Hortons drive-thru. I'm never there. <laughs> <laughs> are there other what a funny products episode to talk have, about this? No, actually, keep it in coffee, yeah. Okay, what are the options? English French. toffee, French vanilla. What do those even taste like? What's French vanilla taste like? I actually don't know what I... Okay, what, Evan. How would you describe that? Here's the question. Are these prepared beverages that are called this? Because that's not a thing. Or are they syrups added to like a latte? It could be that. Okay. It's it could the be the flavors. That. Let's sure. say that. What flavor would you go with? I'm going to say... I don't actually know French vanilla, what that would taste like, but I have such a bad thing in my mind of like... Yeah, gross. That's what comes in my mind. Like those... Like you go to a truck stop and you push a button. Yep. It's just powder and water. And it's like, (laughs) this is not a thing. So strictly because of that, I'm going to say English toffee because we have an English toffee syrup at White Cap. Mm. And I imagine it 
in a latte is not that bad. Like if you like a sweeter drink, I imagine yep. it's probably pretty good. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go that direction. Well, we've spent some time with James Bond for this special James Bond episode. And the part that was special is we really hardly talked about James Bond. But thanks for joining us on our 007 journey. I've been your host for today's episode. My name is Ryan. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Kaler, although you can also find me at Whitecap. I'm Tim Wall. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Joseph Wall. And I'm John Duick, and you can find me on Twitter at John Duick. Visit us at whatevertown.com. Send any suggestions to whatevertownpod at gmail.com or on a nice little questionnaire form John made on our website. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at whatevertown. This episode was edited by Tim Wall. Theme song by Tim Wall. Music by John Duick. Coffee, as always, by Whitecap. Website, as always, by Collectif. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, and maybe elsewhere. See you next time. See ya.